Welcome to Season 4, Episode 5 of Father and Dead, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Deacon Stephen Carraher, his son. Yes, yes, Deacon Stephen Carraher. And That's uh, right. yeah, it was good. Uh, we're just uh, on the back end of the uh, Thanksgiving break. It was good to see you yeah. while you were in and you did a little deaconing while you were in town. And I, Oh, I, you have to. It's always nice to stop by the home parish and say hi to everybody who's been, you know, it's, it's always nice on breaks yeah. to come on back and say hi. And uh, yeah, deacon and just let them know that uh, that I'm still here and just kind of put a, you know, face to a name and of, of yeah. the prayers. So, and I really deeply appreciate that. And it's always good to come on back and say hi to the family. So yeah, yeah blessing. It's good. It's good to have you around. Well, one thing while we were sitting around and chatting, Stephen, uh, while you were here, uh, there was one thing you mentioned that you, you were you were doing, and uh, um, and I thought, hey, let's let's un- unpack unpack that and 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 unfold that for everybody. And that's basically you mentioned to me. Okay, you're starting a, a Marian consecration, and uh, uh, as I mentioned to you in the pre-show there a little bit, I think that's one of those things that people think they know or maybe don't even know. And I think it would be a beautiful thing for you and and for us to just help uh, the word I'm using is unpack. And I don't know if that's the right word or not, but to, 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 to unfold and, and to, and to explain the, the depth and, and to me, the start of it, cause my actual, my first thought was what I like about this topic is just Mary's relations to the church and the priest's relationship with Mary, if if you know what I mean. And I don't know if you want to start there, mm-hmm. if you want to start talking in the concentration consecration, but I want to get to that at some point in time. Um, I've talked enough. Go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, sure. Well, uh, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm I mentioned that I'm doing a Marian consecration. So, um, uh, yeah, some people might not even know what a Marian consecration is, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you're, so, you're in good company. So, because I I didn't I didn't know in the past. Uh, it's something that I've learned in the past uh, maybe like seven eight years. Okay. Um, I think I, I I learned about it when I was in college. A couple of uh, my friends at the at the Newman Center were doing it, and I was kind of I was kind of interested. I, I I'd never heard of anything like this, and and basically the, what what they were telling me is that well they're doing this Marian consecration with me, which means that that they're handing Mary all of their merits, all of their prayers. Uh, everything they're entrusting, everything that that they do, earn, say, um, to the like entrusting it to Mary, such that, um, you know, what if like, it, as as total of a consecration as if, you know, if you show up when you when you die and you show up on the on the last judgment, mm-hmm. you know, and the Lord looks at you, He doesn't see anything, yeah, uh, because you've given over everything to Mary. So like that's the idea, like total wow. entrustment of everything wow. to Mary. Um, so, I mean, when I first heard about it in college, I was like, well, that seems very intense. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, like as a, as a young, as a young kid growing up, I've always had like an affection for Mary. And I, I definitely believe that she was, you know, she's been there and guiding me along the way, especially in my early years. And as I'm, you know, this, definitely as I'm going into seminary. Um, but yeah, this kind of, you know, this whole idea of Mary and consecration was a little challenging to me at first because it's like, well, you know, how can I trust that? You know, giving over all of my merits, all of my prayers, like, like even to the point where, like, if I'm praying for someone, like, yeah. I'm trusting that I'm, I'm entrusting that prayer to Mary so she can do with it as she wills. Hmm. Like, well, that's kind of that's kind of intense. Like, that's like, 
you know, like what kind of control am I giving up over, over that? Uh, so like, I was definitely really resistant to it the first couple of years when I was in college. Um, and then, you know, I think Mary was working on my heart. She was softening it a little bit, you know, and eventually when I, when I started doing, it was my very first assignment at seminary, my first summer at seminary, I was doing, um, a program called totus tuus, yeah. which is like, basically it's like going from parish to parish in the diocese of Gary running like a week long vacation Bible school program for, uh, kids from first grade to high school. Um, and oddly enough, totus tuus is, is a Latin phrase, uh, which means totally yours. It was the papal model of yeah. Pope John Paul II. Yep. And Pope John Paul II got that motto totus tuus from St. Louis de Montfort, who is like the person who, the saint who is responsible for uh, really sure. promulgating Marian, pronso- uh, Marian consecration specifically. So it, it was kind of like, I felt like that was a sign from Mary that she was, you know, she wanted to soften my heart a little bit. And, uh, and actually during that, that summer, uh, I, I consecrated myself to Mary for the first time with uh, with my the members of my Totus Tuist team. Um, and oh, um, so you guys did I, it to you you did it together as a team. We did or? it we did it together as a team. We, wow. we at least the first part of it. I think a couple of us dropped off uh, maybe like the last week or so. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, no. Like so, I consecrated myself to her the first time on. Uh, oh, it was the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. So that's July. I want to say July sixteenth, uh, twenty eighteen. Um, and that was just a, just a really powerful experience. Just, um, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, something that, you know, didn't really feel like super emotionally charged, but you definitely, definitely knew that something happened. Um, and I've, I've every year I've, I've, I've renewed this consecration, this consecrate, this total consecration to Mary, you know, giving her my, um, just everything, everything that I have, everything that I am, uh, just total entrustment to her. Um, every year I've, I've been doing that on, uh, the feast of, uh, uh, of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And uh, every so often, like a group of guys here at, at seminary will um, uh, will will do these Marian consecrations. And so I'm with I'm I'm in a group right now with a number of guys uh, who are on my floor at the seminary. And there's a whole wider group of seminarians who will, will be uh, consecrating ourselves to Mary on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on December eighth. So right now we're going ah, through. Um, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going through. Uh, we're kind of like right in the thick of it right now. So yeah. Oh, if I remember correctly, I think we're on day like twenty something. Okay. Um, so, uh, pretty much like each day has like, uh, some readings some reflection yeah. and some prayers, um, getting us ready for like the, the Marian consecration day itself. And that it's uh, usually the, the typical time is that you spend 33 days preparing for this consecration. Okay. I was gonna, I was going to um, ask is there like, and, and I'm assuming there's probably different guidebooks on this sort of thing or are there? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And in fact, uh, that's kind of like one of the reasons why we're doing this particular consecration, at least why I'm doing it is that we're looking at, um, we're reading through kind of like a newer guidebook that, um, is based off of, so like the, the OG original guidebook is uh, St. Louis de Montfort's true devotion, um, which is, um, just a really, just a huge gem of, of Marian spirituality, like really, um, yeah, just really showing and revealing what, um, you know, the power of Mary's intercession, the power of consecrating oneself to Mary, um, you know, in a, in a sense, it's, uh, you know, St. Louis de Montfort writes that, 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 you know, being consecrated to Mary is the, the surest and quickest path uh, to Jesus, uh, which has always struck me. And, and he, has this, his, he has this really beautiful image to kind of describe this. Um, he says, you know, if somebody wants to make a statue, you know, one person might want to take like a block of marble and a chisel and, and, and start chiseling at it. Um, 
And, uh, you know, this might take a long time and you, it dep- it's all dependent on, on the chiseler's skill. And, you know, he has to make sure that he has everything all just precisely, you know, precise if he wants to make the beautiful uh, statue out of the block of marble that he has. And, uh, and you know, it, it's very possible that he might accidentally cut in a certain way that like chips it off. So it's, it's a very difficult thing to do. So that's one way to make a statue. But another way to make a statue is to make it out of a mold. You know, somebody who has, you know, already created something uh, that you can put a, a malleable material in. And it's very easy. You just pour the material in, you take the mold off, and then you have the, the, the perfect statue. So St. Louis de Montfort, what he does is he compares um, um, Marian consecration to putting ourselves in that mold. Uh, it's and if you know those who aren't consecrated to Mary are like those who are, um, you know, trying to chisel a, a statue out of, uh, you know, a block of marble. Where it, it's it's possible, but it's very hard and requires a lot of skill, a lot of effort. Whereas the Marian model, the Marian way of growing closer to Jesus, is is quick and easy. It's it's like putting ourselves into that mold, uh, that Marian mold. You know, Mary, who is, um, you know, the perfect disciple. You know, the person who, uh, the yeah. Lord was pleased to dwell in, you know, the person in whom Jesus, God grew up with, you know, in, in her womb, you know, Mary was, was nurturing Jesus. And, um, and what I find so beautiful about this particular, I'm, so I'm doing a, a new consecration. It's written, it's written by, uh, I think father, uh, father Hicks, I believe is his last okay. name. Uh, I think it's Benedict Hicks, if I remember correctly. Uh, but the whole idea and is, is, is the priest father Hicks is, is really, um, Really playing on this image of, uh, of of Marian consecration as as entering us within the womb of Mary, like being so entrusted yeah. to Mary, like 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 entrusting our lives so much to Mary that it's like we are infants in her womb, like mm. that we are totally dependent on her for nourishment, totally mm. dependent on her for for absolutely everything. So uh, the idea is that at the end of this consecration, you know, we we grow closer to Mary, we grow clo- you know grow in deeper knowledge of ourself, of our own sinfulness, of our own inability to, you know, chisel out that statue from that, from that, from that stone by ourselves, but just how much we need Mary to help guide us and, and, and mold us into the people that she desires us to be into those images of Christ, those, those, those yeah. other Christs. Um, so that's a, that's a really powerful image of being just entrusted to Mary in her womb. Uh, so that's kind of what, what, what we've been praying with here at the seminary the past number of days, and we're getting ready to consecrate ourselves to, um, on December eighth, so wow. it's been a, it's it's been a great journey so far, and we're 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 well, growing closer and closer to it. What I think is pretty cool is that you're doing it together as well, because normally when yeah when you first mentioned it to me, I thought okay, this is something that you're doing on your own, saying some prayers at night or something like that. But mm-hmm. doing it together with a group, um, it's almost <laughs> kind of reminds me of like when I used to jog, you always had to have somebody who you'd run with, yeah. Um, and because, and you know, the reason why is because some days you get up, it's like, oh, I don't want to run, but not oh, feeling my, it today. Yep. But my buddy's going to be running and he's going to be waiting for me to come and run. And if I don't go out there and run with him, he's not going to run. And then and all of that. And, and uh, uh, so there's you know, that positive energy uh, going as well. Um, one thing I wanted to, and I don't know if you've thought about this or if this is a fair question right now, but. Can you speak to how your relationship with Mary has grown through the seminary? And 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 uh, I, I don't know if that's a fair question for me to throw right at you without you prepping on that. 
Um, That's a really good question. Yeah, I got yeah. Uh, yeah, it's. I definitely would say that my relationship with Mary has definitely yeah. grown in my time at seminary. Um, definitely, um, I think it's 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 definitely grown in my trust for her at a yeah. very basic level. Yeah. Um, I know entering seminary, like I mean, like I said, you know, when I was in college, the whole idea was, you know, I'm not I'm not quite sure if I want to tr- entrust myself to Mary. Like I want to be able to, you know, know that I'm I'm working out myself and I'm working out my salvation and I don't feel necessarily comfortable about going, you know, going in front of the Lord and not having anything to show for, you know, right. my time here on earth. Um, but through seminary, I've, I've grown um, just in deeper knowledge of myself, just realizing like, Hey, you know, uh, I'm not all that great. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, 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 uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm showing my own merits to, to the Lord at the end of my days, like it's going to be nothing impressive. However, you know, if uh, my my mother Mary has a very impressive resume, you know, from uh, uh, you know having the Lord Jesus in her womb and nurturing him and yeah. and uh, birthing him and uh, you know allowing him to grow in in those quiet those quiet thirty years of his of his hidden life and and being his disciple in the three years of his public life and and being present all the way like being a disciple all the way to the cross all the way to his yeah. burial. Uh, and was a first witness of the resurrection who was, you know, at, at Pentecost when the Holy spirit came down and was at the beginnings, the foundations of the church and, and uh, you know, assumed into heaven is queen of heaven and earth and still continues to intercede and and love us as as her, as her children. So I'm just kind of growing in that, that realization that, you know, Mary is just so much greater than I am. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, um, and also just like, not even, you know, not even, not just greater, uh, greater in, in her humility and her discipleship and her, in her, uh, and all of that, but also, um, just growing more confident in her love for me personally. Um, you really get to, I think you really sense this as a seminarian. Um, you know, I, I, I made it a point, you know, coming into seminary, um, that I was, I I was going to pray the rosary consistently. Yeah. And I think that like doing that has just been just so fruitful, just growing closer and closer to Mary, you know, holding her hand, you know, that 20, 30 minutes that I'm praying the rosary yeah. every day, yeah. um, just, just being with her and just, just even just pondering, you know, Jesus with her, you know, praying for the grace to see Jesus through her eyes, the eyes that saw Jesus perfectly, who understood Jesus the most perfectly out of any person who has yeah. ever, you know, who, who was, who was, who was alive. Um, so yeah, just just all, all of that, like trust in her motherhood, trust in her care for me, and trust in trust that you know her merits are a lot more powerful than I am. Um, has has all like deeply grown throughout my five years of seminary, and and is still continuing to grow every single day. And I made my prayer at the beginning of this particular consecration uh, that I'm going through right now that, yeah. that I, I consecrate myself even more deeply. You know, finding those deeper places in my life where you know maybe I'm holding on to myself. You know. Um, you know, maybe different places that I'm, maybe places that I'm not even aware of, um, where I'm just holding on for, you know, holding on to things for myself, spiritual things for myself and not giving them over as freely to our lady, you know, trusting that, you know, trusting in her goodness and in her ability to nourish me spiritually. Um, and yeah, so it's just been, it's been a huge blessing just being, you know, being a seminary and going through that consecration and, and growing closer to Mary in, in that. Yeah. I know for me, the, the challenge when reflecting on Mary too is just, I think you said the word humility and just yeah. how there's, because I'll tell you, my approach to life is always, all right, I got to figure this out. I got to figure this out. Yep. 
And, you know, Mary is able to just trust mm -hmm. and know that the Lord has it figured out and trust and go along with it. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, that for me is often hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always got to know, okay, I'm, this has been put here because this is what I'm supposed to do. And I'm supposed to do this. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. no, yeah, it's really easy. It's really easy trust. for us to fall into that. It's it's very easy for us to fall into it. Like all of us fall into it. Um, yeah. yeah. Just that, uh, that sense that everything is, is dependent on me. I have to take care of it. I have to be the one who, you know, wins my own salvation. I have to be the one who does this and that and that. Yeah. But the truth is, is that, you know, without anybody's help, we're, we're kind of hopeless. We're ho yeah, bingo. Like Jesus, Jesus has to bingo. come and, and rescue us. Um, and Mary is, is, you know, the one who perfectly understood that the one who is perfectly humble, who yeah. is perfectly uh, accepting of Jesus's uh, gift of salvation, you know, even to the point of carrying him in her womb. And, and, um, yeah. and even to the point after that, you know, Jesus says, you know, blessed is, you know, she who, uh, who is my disciple, you know, Right. So just her being a, the, just a perfect disciple and, and a perfect uh, witness to Christ has just been, uh, you know, just really inspiring to for me. And like it, it offers credence to entrust ourselves entirely to her. And actually, this is maybe not totally off top uh, off tangent, but uh, it might add a little more. Um, I was uh, two couple weekends ago. Mom and I were at a, a conference, actually sponsored by uh, Sean Martin, a marriage retreat, and he brought in a, a priest, Father Kauth. I think it's Calthus, his last name. And um, he shared a really interesting point about the wedding at Cana and Mary's uh, interaction there, where Mary, you know, she trusted Jesus. She, she she didn't tell him what to do. She just said, hey, you you take care of it. Yeah. And Jesus, is, and he really got in, and this is really interesting. Jesus's response was, woman, what is this to you? And it, where he was getting at with that interaction is, is, Hey, if I go, Jesus was basically saying, if I go forward with this, then our relationship, meaning you as my mom and me together, we change. Mm -hmm. If you know, because now all of a sudden it's not, you know, we're not, I mean, we're still mother and son, but it's now I'm changing. Now I'm on my public mission and our yeah. relationship changes. And she just, mm -hmm she knew that and she just went straight ahead with it uh, yeah. all the, all, all the way through. And then of course, in the last time, well, I don't know if it, it circles back, but you know, on the cross when he says woman again to her and says, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. But uh, um, I just thought that the, again, there's that humility and that selfless giving, you know, it's because it's usually, you know, if, if how can I say this? Right. Uh, we want to keep things to ourselves, you know. If yeah. we've got something good, and if hey, I'm the I, I'm the mother of the Messiah, I want to keep that to myself. But she didn't. Yeah, and mm -hmm. and and she knew that 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 was the, you know their relationship changed because of that. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, in 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 a sense, that's convicting of us in some ways too. Yeah. You know, how many things do we hold <laughs> hold on to? And uh, um. Also, I guess for me too, you know, you mentioned praying the rosary and uh, well, today's Sunday. So we prayed the, uh, the glorious mysteries and uh, 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 you know, the end of his Mary uh, uh, enthroned in heaven. And I always mm -hmm. think, okay, it's, Hey, it's a battle out there. And we got, we got ourselves a 12 star general <laughs> yeah, that's right. out, out there uh, 
willing to work, willing to work with us to, to, to intercede for us. And, um, you know, how can you not be happy? How can you not be, you know, have, I, I'm not touching at it. Right. But if you know what I mean, you, you, you know, that you've got, again, this 12 star general, and you know, that you win, uh, that you're on the win. I'm not saying this right. I'm sorry, Stephen. I've rushed into it. Um, oh no, this is good. No, I think you're, I think you're right. Just, um, yeah, it's yeah. just a real blessing to know that we have somebody who, uh, you know, was, you know, fought the fight and, and, yes. and was the perfect model of, of yes. being a disciple of Jesus. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a really powerful meditation, just reflecting on the wedding feast of Cana and seeing, yeah, Mary's docility to Jesus, you know, everything yes. that, uh, that everything that Mary does and everything that Mary did and everything that Mary will do is all centered on Jesus. Like right. her, it, her, her main goal is to get people to Jesus. Right. And it's she, not the ego. It's not, it. it's not, Hey, this is my son. This That's is right. me. You know, it's even, heck, even the, the even um, the, the second uh, joyful mystery, you know, here, she, here she is. The first one is, you know, the, the annunciation is like, yep. I, I have to go and I have to share this. And I'm assuming that her, um, I'm sorry. Was that her cousin? I forget the yeah cousin Elizabeth. Yeah, the cousin. And I'm assuming cousin Elizabeth was someone to whom an older cousin who she looked forward looked up as a more pious woman who mm. could help her understand these things. And she did. And she, so she came humbly to her cousin in a mm. sense for uh, understanding, as opposed again to 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 being full of full of pride. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's the model of humility. Yeah. Yes. Mary is. So something that we can yes. all, you know, and once again, that she's that model of humility and that mold of humility too. So if we allow ourselves to be molded yeah. by her, you know, we become uh, in the easiest and quickest way, you know, models of that humility. So like being, being schooled by Mary, you know, entering into her womb and just allowing her to work on us is uh, very powerful, very um, humbling as well. So yeah, and that's why I uh, love Mary and consecration there. Hey, before we uh, we wrap, I did kind of mention I wanted to talk about I I, I, I this part of me feels like wrong about this saying this that Mary has a special place for priests because really Mary's for all of us. But I just or is that wrong of me to say that? Oh no, I don't think so. I think uh, uh, I think one of Mary's titles is like Mother of Priests. So it's, is, it's okay, uh, good, good because I I do. I mean, it's not downgrading my relationship with Mary, but I do sense that in the priesthood, and, and and I was just hoping maybe we peel that back a little bit, you know, especially with with well, I think you already kind of did, you know, she was there at at the uh, Pente um, uh, uh, Pentecost, yeah, uh, she, she was there at the cross and, and everything, and uh, um, to, well, Pentecost is when the church, you know. That's Father Mike always sings happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's the birthday, the birth of the church. Yes. And so yeah. uh uh you know, she's right there, and, and that is her continual mission is the mm -hmm. church. Mm -hmm. Uh and that's been consistent in all of all of her um I'm sorry, what do you call it? Like what's Fatima and everything uh Guadalupe, what do you call yeah, it? Apparitions. Uh, apparitions, thank you. That's been consistent in all of those, is mm -hmm. that you know, and that's, I guess, in my mind, that's what ties that with, well, if, if that's the consistent with her, with the church, well, who are the leaders there? Mm. Uh, that, and, and, and it's, and it's not, then the reason why I'm hemming and hawing is it's not like the, it's the laity needs to be there too, but I think, you know what I'm, 
I'm getting at there. Yeah. Well, yeah, Mary definitely has a very special relationship to priests, uh, especially since, you know, priests, especially because of the fact that priests are conformed to her son. Yeah. You know, a priest is, uh, is, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Christus, yeah. Is, a, is another Christ. So that's a good way to put it. Yes. Um, so in a, in a, in a certain way, like ordination makes uh, a priest, Mary's son, even more fully, um, yeah. you know, cause uh, you know, Mary was, and, and Mary was there the whole, the whole way with Jesus, all, you know, up yeah. to the, the sacrifice on the cross, which the priest celebrates when he celebrates the mass. And uh, yeah, so just, it's very important. You know, Mary is, Mary definitely is the mother of priests and having a relationship with Mary as a priest is not optional. You definitely <laughs> need a, Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. You I'm sorry for laughing, have, but you can't have right. an optional relationship with your mother, you know, so I'm um, uh, especially the mother of priests. So that's um, fair. Yeah. You're when you're when you become a priest, you're in you you are you know you're conformed to Christ the head in a special way that Mary becomes your mother in a in a new and unique yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, way no, that's definitely it. that's definitely very that's that's a correct insight. Very good, very good. Um, well, that's pretty much what I wanted to cover. Or I don't know if I left anything on the table there. I think that's great. Right? Yeah, Marian consecration is great. Would recommend it if you were interested in thinking about yeah. Marian consecration. I would probably recommend starting out with Father Michael Gately's thirty-three days to morning glory. Okay, hang um, I'm on sure I... that'll. Yeah, Father yeah, Michael I'll have, Gately. I'll share that. Yeah, I'll yeah share, share that with me, and we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's uh, it's probably the easiest way to. Uh, it's you know, it's a really it's a, it's a really beautiful. Yeah. Um, consecration to mary it's it follows like a four week pattern of okay uh walking with a number of marian saints like you spend a week walking with uh saint louis de montfort with uh mm-hmm. um saint maximilian colby saint john paul ii and saint mother Teresa of calcutta um and at the end of it you know there's a beautiful consecration prayer and um mm-hmm. you know it's just a, it does a really good job of doing a, a good introduction to what marian consecration is and the readings are, are really good and, and accessible for people who um, you know, maybe even don't have too much time each day to spend, uh, you okay. know, doing it, yeah. but it's, um, yeah, good. It's a good, it's a very good introduction to Marian consecration. That was the first one that I did. I've done it a couple of times. And so I would recommend Father Michael Gately's 33 days to morning glory. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that up there. Well, I, I, I will definitely be thinking of you on, uh, on December 8th, uh, and, and praying for you and, and your, uh, thank you. um, and your, um, classmates. I think that's, fantastic. yes. Thank you. You guys doing that. Appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. It's a blessing. Okay, well, I think that uh, wraps us up for this week, uh, or for this month. Uh, so, uh, folks, remember there is no charge for father and dad, but we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you've heard, please tell two friends.